plays at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the 49ers versus Los Angeles Rams game plan video. We're going to be going over the 49ers game plan and at least how we see it, how we think the 49ers are going to attack the Los Angeles Rams on offense, how they're going to try to stop Matthew Stafford and this Rams offense on defense. Um, and Alex, this is going to be a fun conversation to get into because we have two teams that have similar philosophies as far as from their head coaches, but go about it a little bit of a different way. And look, listen, if you want Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb to be healthy, especially if he's going to be the guy who ends up starting Sunday, then make sure you hit that thumbs up button right now. Hit that thumbs up button down there. Make sure it gets all filled in and it's nice and healthy. And that helps the video as well. And you know what? If you want Trey Lance to be the guy and you don't want Jimmy Garoppolo out on the field, well, then, you know, hit the thumbs up button regardless for reasons. And we'll just leave it at that. And look, this is a huge game for the 49ers, huge implications all the way around. You control your own destiny. You win, you get in. Um, a win gives you one of four options, a loss, and you're counting on the Falcons to take care of business against the Saints team. You don't want that, Ant. You need to take care of it. And the best way, the best way for the 49ers to get off going great early in this football game is to be physical, establish that physicality, and be able to run the football at will, um, impose your will on this this Rams team, essentially. Um, but but you also got to know and you got to expect this Rams team to come out with five and six-man fronts at times, Ant. So while play action may not be something that works out very well for the Niners when you have those six-man fronts because they're going to be able to stop any sort of boot action getting off of play action looks, could RPOs be effective early in this football game? Oh, uh, 100% they could. Um, you know, and I think it's going to come down to favorable boxes. You're going to be looking for opportunities to run and the Rams in the first matchup would give the 49ers favorable boxes, um, which means they're going to be putting less men in the, you know, near the line of scrimmage in that, in that box. It's uh, the numbers are usually like this, six, seven, or eight. Uh, if you get an eight man box, that means you, they've brought a safety in. You got the four down linemen, the three linebackers and a safety. That is not a good run box for most teams. The 49ers, however, can usually overcome it. You get a seven-man box with the way the 49ers play offense with having a tight end on the field and a fullback. That's a very favorable box for them. Um, they can run the football. And if you have a six-man box for any reason, I don't care if, you know, it, besides it being empty, that is a favorable matchup for the 49ers. So uh, that is one of the things the quarterback's going to be looking at is looking at favorable boxes. And then, like you said, running the RPO. You want to move the linebackers. Well, they have to get downhill. They have to fly to stop this 49ers run game. And one way you do it is run these RPOs, get these linebackers moving, and that creates voids in the secondary, especially over the middle of the field, where we know Jimmy Garoppolo likes to live. Um, you move Reader and those guys out of their spots, and then you get the ball to Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Um, and those are going to be opportunities for them, you know, to have success. And the one thing we saw, Alex, in the game plan or the game video against um the Los Angeles Rams the first time was the fact that they tried to run the creeper. Uh, they tried to run a robber where they would bring the safety down and take away those in-cut routes. They would take away, like, for instance, Jawan Jennings. The 49ers, you know, the way they handled that and the way they approached attacking it was also having the next guy on the outside, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, run a similar route. And instead of attacking the guy furthest inside but going a little bit outside to the hash and getting the ball there, 
it was a nice little twist that they ran in that game, and that created a little bit of problems for the Rams to be able to stop this 49ers passing game. It's like a miniature levels concept going on there where you take one, one basically one interior section of the field, um, you know, it's an area that Jimmy Garoppolo typically thrives in. You get them to play it heavy, and then you're able to take basically attack a window just outside of it um, at a similar level of maybe not a little bit deeper. Um, look, the Niners can do that in a, in a very big way. And one of the problems for the Rams, Ant, you and I both know this based on watching, watching the film, um, their solution, and it's been a lot of team solution, and early on in the year, the Niners struggled adapting to this and since have not. Um, one of their solutions to slowing down the run game, it isn't just, you know, putting eight guys in the box. It's sticking six guys at the line of scrimmage. And when you do that, we saw some looks that was, at times it looked like they had seven, seven guys at the line with a single linebacker. That means middle of the field is wide open, lots of places to operate. And Jimmy Garoppolo has shown that he can operate there in a big way. And yes, I, we, I think both you and I, and I can speak for you here in this, um, we both believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is trending towards being the guy who's going to start this Sunday because yeah. he's been throwing the football at practice. There haven't been any big, huge, major setbacks. And who knows? If, if he's the guy out there, then that means the middle of the field is going to be a very specific place that the Niners want to attack. And the best way to attack their ant is to establish that run game early, be able to get the outside zone going, be able to attack on the interior. And then when they start flying and flowing with Kyle Yushik or George Kittle coming back back across the formation on motions or or pre-snap, post-snap, excuse me, coming back and kicking out DNs, be able to hit counters going the other other way. Uh, we saw the Niners early use motion to their favor, and we saw Reader and these linebackers and safeties really flying and adjusting and, and coming downhill where the motion was going. And then we saw motion coming ant and then bringing a guy back across the formation anyway to hit those counters and really get that mesh going one way, get everyone flowing one way, and then be able to hit back the other direction. So the Rams know this. They are, they are going to be anticipating and expecting that. Um, the good news is, is that you can get two motion setups now this week where you have two guys going, not two guys going in motion, but one guy going in motion and, and then guys maybe pulling the opposite directions and get linebackers to free safeties to hold. And now play action becomes very effective for the 49ers because if those safeties and linebackers are freezing and holding in space, then you don't need to boot your quarterback out. You can pull a guy around to occupy the the, the DN off the, the backside set up in the pocket right in the middle of the field and be able to attack where you want to attack because linebackers and safeties haven't moved the first two to three steps off the snap. Yeah, one thing we've seen from the 49ers when they play the Rams is they try not to pull the linemen too much. Not too much. Um, they're trying to use Kyle Juszczyk and George Kittle and even you know Jeff Wilson Jr. to be able to be those guys that go back across the grain and then pick up you know a defensive end on the backside. Because when you pull an offensive lineman, that means somebody else has to reach, somebody else has to make a block. And when you have Aaron Donald that you need to have full attention on, it's hard to do that. So the 49ers have been scheming this up. And one thing they did in this last game was run their counters, run their gap scheme, and take advantage of the aggressiveness of the Los Angeles Rams. They took advantage of these linebackers flying downhill and then got back against it. So you expect the Rams to be able to counteract that. The Rams are going to try to keep somebody to stay home. The problem is they were either flying way upside, you know, way upfield to take out the take off the outside and set the edge, or they were flowing horizontally with the play. Um, running parallel with the line of scrimmage, and that's not how you stop a zone scheme. So I wonder if these linebackers are actually capable of consistently stopping this 49ers run game. I'm not sure if they are. Um, so this is going to be something the 49ers are going to see early on in this game. I'm sure they're going to have to soften up this Rams you know, defense a little bit by passing the football, taking advantage of these six and seven man as you brought up. Um, I think they're going to try five, and if they can't stop them again with five, they will go six. And you heard it last time the announcers brought up, hey, they're going to go to six, and they sure they sure as heck did. 
Um, but you can't consistently go to six because, Alex, when you go to six, as long as the 49ers can get the edge blocked off, if they can seal the edge, you have a huge advantage to the outside. That's when you can run those toss sweeps out to Elijah Mitchell, get him the ball on the outside, because all you have to do then is get, you know, you're in a, you're in a sprint, you're on a race with that middle linebacker. You have one guy that can make that play. Of course, you're going to have a safety coming downhill. You can account for him. So those create situations where you can attack out there. Uh, but they do not want to continue to get gas for four and five yards of carry. So they might take a chance on that, and that could create some avenues for big plays for the 49ers, not only in the run game, but in the pass game as well. Thousand percent, it a thousand percent. It's it's something that is going to be a problem for this Rams team if you want to commit that many people in the line of scrimmage. Um, if you get past first level, if you secure line all your blocks at first level, you don't have a whole lot of help left. Um, and Debo Samuel has shown that if he gets past first level, uh, he'll break arm tackles. Elijah Mitchell, he'll break arm tackles. Um, you have a problem with those two guys running the football, and Elijah Mitchell being able to go and getting practice in earlier this week is is a positive thing for the 49ers. It means he's probably not going to be limited too much. Yeah. So now you have full go with him and Debo Samuel back there in the backfield, and the Rams showed already they have a problem with both of those guys running the football. Um, it really just comes down to execution. It comes down to Daniel Brunskill being able to lock down on his side against Aaron Donald yet again. Um, when the help comes over, the Niners need to win those matchups, um, and you can't let Von Miller be someone who creates problems. He's healthier now than he was when he first got to LA. So he is going to want some, I guess, revenge and, or at least put up, put up a better showing. But the Niners have the horses. They have the horses to run the football. They have the piece at the tight end position and the fullback position to really blow open the run game. And he have the best left tackle in all of football. And one of the best players in all of football in Trent Williams. So running to that left side is going to be huge for the 49ers. We'll see how often they try and line Aaron Donald up on that side to try and stifle the run game up a little bit. He did have some success against Lincoln Tomlinson at times the last time they played. So maybe that's something they try and attack this time around. But I expect Lincoln Tomlinson to be dialed in and focused. And he already had comments earlier this week about how he ain't focused on a contract extension right now with the Niners. He fo he's focused on the task at hand and what, what they got to do. Lincoln Tomlinson knows he's going to get paid by somebody next year. He's having one of his best seasons that he's put together in quite some time. Um, you know, it would be really good for his contract situation at going out and stifling Aaron Donald. That's going to get him paid big money, whether that's San Francisco or someone else. Oh, the 49ers are going to put personnel groupings out there. They're going to put the Rams in some stressful situations. Um, we saw on film that the 49ers would go with what you would think would be a normal run set uh, personnel wise. And then all of a sudden they'd be out and they would look like a three wide receiver set because you can use Kyle Yushek out there and he's a mismatch. And a lot of times the Rams like to sit in zone coverage, which means you have a corner in space covering Kyle Juszczyk. Whenever you have a corner covering space, that means, or, or a player like Kyle Juszczyk, that means you have a matchup somewhere else that is more favorable for you. Uh, whether that is George Kittle on a linebacker, or in some cases, Debo Samuel on a defensive end or outside linebacker. <laughs> those are bad situations for the Rams, and the 49ers consistently got them in those by scheming up their personnel settings you know, with certain formations. Uh, that is one weakness that the Rams are going to have is they like to sit in the zone coverage and the 49ers can pick that apart. And as long as these veteran receivers other than the Niners have sit down in the right locations and Jimmy's able to get them the ball in rhythm, then this is going to be hard for the Rams to stop. But you have to be able to con convert on those third down plays. That is going to be huge in this football game. If you are consistently running the ball on first and second, if you are trying to move the sticks over and over and really take the, you know, the life out of this Rams defense, you have to convert on these third down opportunities, you know, third and two to third and five. You have to get it done. And whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, you can't get into fourth down situations. You need to convert on third. If they do, the 49ers have a very good chance that they could not only dominate the time of possession, but also dominate as this game goes on and really take over this football game. It doesn't mean the score is going to get out of hand, but it might feel like it's out of hand. 
Uh, so I think the 49ers need to attack that way. I see a lot of opportunities for them. And once again, just continue to take advantage of these linebackers, continue to take advantage of these personnel groupings. And I think those are all situations the 49ers will do, and that's what makes them so successful against the Rams. Yes, and also ball security, taking yep. care of the football, um, not making errors and critical errors that give the football back to the Rams in positive field position. Um, this is a week where complementary football has to be played. Offense has to take care of the ball and move the ball. Defense needs to, if you're going to bend and don't break, you can bend and don't break. Um, but, you know, you can't do it all the time. I mean, you need to get off the field at certain times because you need to give your offense decent field position if you're going to get the football back. And then special teams has to execute. Uh, Mark and Zoja, a huge signing for the 49ers, played a, a very vital role and did a very good job. Uh, Demetrius Flanagan Foles and Marcel Harris, despite playing snaps and being active on the roster, in terms of being on the defense with the first string, yeah. going out there in a huge way and playing big, important roles with the special teams unit, Ant, um, this team needs to continue doing that. Complimentary football needs to be played. Uh, special teams needs to execute at a high level. Mitch Wisnowski, flip the field when you have the opportunities and when you don't, make returns extremely difficult. Um, kick return, you know, or kick off, excuse me, not kick return, but kick off. Uh, don't give positive field position to the Rams. Put them in negative situations and preferably kick the ball out of the end zone, but we know they're not going to do that, so why waste our breath on it, Ant? Uh, but defensively, D'Amico Ryans now, um, the real question is, is what pieces are you going to have? Do you have Jimmy Ward back in this in the fold? You're going to have Dre Greenlaw. That's nice. Um, are you going to have, what cornerback options are you going to have? Because all of those things are going to determine what D'Amico Ryans is able to do with disguising coverages, getting after Matt Stafford in a big way, um, and keeping really McVay guessing in terms of what he's seeing and what his quarterback's seeing. And what we've seen consistently is if Matt Stafford isn't able to get rid of the ball quick, when he's not able to do the rhythm throws consistently, and he's holding on to the football, he's trying to take shots, that leads to some poor decision-making for Matt Stafford, and poor decision-making for Matt Stafford usually results in turnovers. He has a a number of interceptions this late half, this last half of the season. He had three, again, uh, three or four against the Minnesota Vikings. He had three last week against the Ravens in a game that, you know, the Ravens should have been able to capitalize on those and just weren't able to. If Matt Stafford throws three picks against this 49ers team, you have to capitalize on every single one of those turnovers because if you don't, you're just leaving the door open for this Rams team. Well, I think it's a big question about, you know, is Matthew Stafford ready for this prime time? Uh, last week was an opportunity for them to go in and beat, you know, and win. And um, they, they they did it, but it was ugly. Um, and so far, he hasn't looked good in these these clinching situations. So is he going to be able to, you know, put his nerves and keep them under control? I, I believe he's a good quarterback. Um, but you're right. Some of the times he makes mistakes. He doesn't trust his eyes on what he's seeing. And so he holds on to the football. And sometimes he holds on because he's trying to make huge plays down the field. He used to be able to do that with Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson would bail him out on plays over the middle. He would jump up and make those catches. Um, we've seen against the 49ers where he left it high and up to Odell Beckham, and it almost was intercepted by Emmanuel Mosley. 49ers are going to get opportunities to create turnovers. They just have to take advantage of them. Matthew Stafford is going to make some errors, um, but he's going to make some great plays as well. He's one of those guys that you know one pass could be ugly and the next pass could be one of the greatest you've ever seen. That's just the kind of arm talent he has and the type of player he has. But D'Amico Ryans, it really doesn't matter what DBs he has. He has to go in there with an effective game plan. We know that he has beat the Rams before with Josh Norman, with, you know, Emmanuel Mosley, and those two guys are both available as, as of now. We don't know um, from day to day what is going to happen. Uh, but then you, you're you a little bit more questions in the slot, but you have Darkwest Denard, who's a, you know at least a veteran who understands how to play in this league. I fully expect it to be the, the normal guys. I, I fully expect them to get... You know, the big-time guys out there, Kwan Williams to be in the slot, Jimmy Ward to be at the safety. I think Jimmy Ward is the biggest concern. But you have Tavon Wilson coming off IR. Um, he could potentially play that if needed. 
So I do think they're getting healthy at the right time in the right positions. But the key for the 49ers defense is still stopping this run game with seven men in the box. Do not commit more than seven guys consistently. You can do it on occasion. You can find, you know, matchups. You can bring a safety up late. But do not, you know, put situations where you have Odell Beckham one-on-one, you know, with the guy opposite of Emmanuel Mosley. Do not, you know, get yourself in situations where you have Cooper Cup one-on-one in those situations. Those are not good. Um, and I think that also, you know, knowing where Van Jefferson is going to be over the middle, these safeties need to locate him and not allow him to get big plays down the field. That's a huge one, man. That, that speed of Van Jefferson can be a problem. And, and Cooper Cup's route running um, is is serious. I mean, he, he gets he gets himself open. He is a problem. Um, but look, I, this is, I think, one of the more intriguing, intriguing matches because you have two teams with very strong fronts. Um, strong defensive line on both sides of the football, whether it's the Rams and Von Miller and Aaron Donald, or whether it's the Niners and it's their full rotation. Um, you know, Leonard Floyd, yeah, he is a problem, but, uh, you know, he's up and down with his play sometimes. Sometimes he's really great. He's lights out and other times he, not so much. Um, and Sebastian Joseph Day has been a little bit all over the place. And they got a, a couple of rotation guys there that are nice, but the Niners have 11 guys. You know, 11 guys that can rotate in that are a problem. Um, so can Chris Casera continue to get these guys playing at this high level, keep them playing at this high level, and then they, can they go on and execute? Uh, we know this Rams O-line is really bad on the interior. Um, and the last time they faced off, DJ Jones had himself some nice plays. Yeah. Eric Armstead had himself, yes, yet again, another nice nice performance. Um, so can the interior win the way it needs to win? If DJ is winning on early downs, then you know what's happening. Uh, Eric Armstead's getting a lot of double teams. Nick is getting double team, chipped, triple team at times. Um, and it's going to come down to Samson Ebicom having a big game and DJ Jones having big plays and big opportunities early early on in downs. Um, because I think that's another thing, too. If you put them in second and long, um, the Rams aren't going to want to run the ball on second down. They're going to want to get that back. They want to put themselves in third and mediums um, because they become... Um, Kyle Shanahan's very familiar with McVeigh. So he knows what he likes to do on third and longs and things of that nature. Um, you know, they're from the same pedigree tree, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, the, Kyle's familiar. So if you put yourself in third and long, it becomes a situation where Kyle Kyle feels, right, him and D'Amico feel, hey, we got this figured out. We know where they're, where they're going to want to attack, who they're going to want to go to, and what they're going to try and do to do it. Um, so you can put yourself in, in better situations if you get them into third and long. But that starts with first down execution, um, being able to beat double teams, not letting them wash up to second level and take your linebackers out of the fold. But the nice thing is you have Dre Greenlaw back. So getting caught up in that wash is going to be a lot more difficult with Dre Greenlaw out there. Speedy guy, um, very, very surefire tackler and, and wonderful in coverage as well. Um, so I'm not not as worried about their running backs catching the ball out of the backfield as I have been in weeks past. Um, I'm not as worried about some of the, the past situations and coverage wise because you have Greenlaw out there. I know he'll be on there at times and other times they'll get him off to get him some rest and let Marcel Harris roll, who's been pretty wonderful in some of the scheme stuff that they've done with him the last few weeks. Um, but it really comes down to this run game, like you said, and, and the run fits. Um, a little bit more worried if it's not Jimmy Ward out there. But Talano Hufanga has, has also been limited at practice and has shown that he's serviceable at times, not to the same level that Jimmy Ward and Jaquiski Tart are. Um, but he has shown flashes and done some nice things. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I have complete confidence, though, and faith in D'Amico Ryans. I'm hoping it, he gets his full plethora of weapons and toys out there because if he does, John McVay is going to have his hands full for four quarters. Yeah, Chris Kacarek, uh, he's going to have his guys ready. And one of the reasons he's going to have them ready is because he has another stationary target. Anytime that you have a quarterback that is more stationary, that pays dividends for this 49ers defense. Because interior-wise, especially when you have a weak offensive line, you can collapse this pocket on top of Matthew Stafford. DJ Jones, yeah, he has the arm over move, but he also has you know a great bull rush. You, Eric Armstead has one of the best ones in the league. You couple that with the fact you have Arden Key and Samson Ebicom that can run stunts. 
Um, Whitworth might be in some trouble on the outside. So I think that these are going to be opportunities for them to get after Matthew Stafford. You want to make him feel uncomfortable. They're going to have to chip. They're going to have to double. They're going to have to try to do anything they can to keep Nick Bosa off them. And that's going to afford the other guys opportunities. But when you don't have to worry about a guy taking off and running, it makes it a lot easier for your defense. So I think that's going to be play dividends. And I also think the timely blitzes that, you know, D'Amico Ryans is going to dial up, whether it's bringing K1 Williams or bringing Talano Hufanga if Hufanga's playing. We saw that in the game before that they like to bring Hufanga up into the box and then bring him on blitzes. Drake Greenlaw, Fred Warner, also excellent blitzes. Blitzers, those are going to create opportunities in certain situations for them to make big plays. Um, and I think last time the Rams tried to derail that from the 49ers by hitting screen passes. I don't think that is going to be something that works in this football game. I think the 49ers are going to take that away, but I wouldn't be surprised if Sean McVay doesn't try to go to that again. I wouldn't be shocked either. And that's going to be something that's completely different that teams haven't got to see a whole lot of is with Drake Greenlaw back in the fold, you can send Fred on even more blitzes than you have been and from different areas of the field. Yeah, I don't think he will blitz that much because I think they want to have a lot of guys in the area of Cooper Cup. I agree with you. Um, so I think that they're going to play a weird a weird role of of having a defensive lineman drop at times like they did the time before. That's true. Um, and then you box him in with you know with Fred Warner and then a safety. Um, when you do that, you don't have to occupy you know one of your DB one of your corners on him. True. Um, so you can cheat and put one of those safeties in the box. It helps against the run, but also helps to you know limit Cooper Cup's effectiveness. And you make him make key catches on third down. And so far, Jimmy Ward has done a very good job against Cooper Cup over the years. True. I mean, Cup's going to get his stats. Of course he is. But as long as you can limit him and make sure that there are times that he doesn't convert on third down, uh, you're off the field. And when you're off the field, you're giving your 49ers, the 49ers offense a chance to make a play. So I think that they're going to scheme it up and they're going to create situations where Stafford doesn't know who's coming and who's going. And when you don't know that, you hesitate for a second. You hesitate, maybe take your eyes off the prize. Um, so maybe he's going to create some, this is going to create some turnovers, but I think it is all about surprising Matthew Stafford, getting him a little bit confused. Uh, but I think he's going to have times where he's executing at a high level with the Agreed. rhythm passes. So you're just going to have to make sure that when you, when you have an opportunity to make a big play, you make that big play, whether that's a sack or a, a tackle for loss, whatever it is, make sure that they have a long field because when you can rally and make tackles underneath, McVay has proven that he will check it down, that him and Matthew Stafford will throw it underneath Rowley make the tackle. Do not allow them to get the first down. You'll get off the field, and that'll give you way more opportunities. Minimize those big play opportunities. Make sure you got your, I mean, keep being able to keep those two deep safeties and will minimize those opportunities. Yep. So, yeah, seven-man, your seven-man fronts, being able to slow that run game down, keep them in third and longer, third and mediums, um, keep everything in front of you, uh, rally, tackle at the sticks, um, and make their make it a long day for the offense. If it's a long day for the offense, then the 49ers are going to have success, and if, Matthew Stafford is having to hold on to the football and I expect turnovers and turnovers come. You got to capitalize. So it's going to be the big game. This is a huge game. It cannot be overstated. And we're not sitting here saying that the, the Rams aren't a formidable team or They're that they good. have no chance of winning this football game. It is the complete inverse. We have nothing but respect for this football team and what McVay has put together. And, and they've gone all in. They've made the trades. They have, you know, McVay's method has been to bring in the talent, not to develop the talent, to bring in the talent to compete for Super Bowls. They've brought in the talent. They've traded away the draft capital. They have their horses, and they are some sturdy horses. And they have some they have some dudes in that locker room and, and and coming out of the gates. So the Niners have to be ready to go. Fred Warner said it best. You know, if we're not ready to go, um, this is they're they're going to take it to us. The Rams will come out and and annihilate us essentially if you're not ready to play and execute at a high level. Yeah, and you know the Rams fan base, the Ramley has has been bringing up that they need to run the football in the 49ers the way the 
49ers have ran the football on them in the past. One problem, number one, you don't have a fullback named Kyle Yushek. Number two, you don't have George Kittle, and you don't have Mike McDaniel scheming up run plays. You also um, play three wide receiver sets, which change the way you play. Yeah, you put a nickel you know, on the field, but when the 49ers have K1 Williams to play in the nickel, uh, that is advantage 49ers because he's a very good run stopper. He's very good in run fits. So that's a, that's part of the problem with the Rams is the things that they do well um, coincide with what the 49ers do well. And so the 49ers can counteract that. The 49ers have one of the best rush defenses, especially over the last seven weeks of any team in football. I think that continues. And that's one of the things that can slow down this Rams offense. The Rams can't get this offensive you know, rush, running game established. Um, then it's going to make it more difficult on Matthew Stafford because Nick Bosa and these guys are going to be able to really pin their ears back and get after him. It's going to be huge, Ant. We'll see what happens. Cutback crew, let us know what you thought about the game plan video down below in the comments section right now. Do the Niners need to actually come out and sling it? They don't need to run it. Change it up, change the formula. And should it be Trey Lance and not Jimmy Garoppolo that's going out there? Look, Trey has definitely shown that he can operate the offense. He can can things in and out. Um, but there are strengths and weaknesses to Trey and Jimmy's game that, aren't the same um you know they basically are not polar opposites but they're yin and yang in in terms of their strengths and weaknesses uh, and the Niners can win with both Kyle Yushik has said as much but let us know what you think about the offensive and defensive game plan heading into this game what do you think that the 49ers chances are if you miss the game preview show do you have a score prediction leave it down below right now and once you've done that don't forget to like don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already hit that notification bell become the newest member of the cutback crew and interact with the chat yeah, and you know it. You know, after the game tomorrow, hop on for the game reaction show. Um, hopefully, we are going to be celebrating a 49ers playoff berth, and you know, talking about what that playoff matchup is going to look like. But it's going to be you know a time where we're we're really breaking down this game. So hop on over, you know, and let you know, let yourself be uh, be said. You know, say what you want to say in the chat, and just and just have fun with it. It's going to be an exciting time. Uh, so jump in there. That will be right after the game. Usually a few minutes after the game. I mean, give us a little bit of time. But just a, just a um, breather. Either, but yeah, either either way, right? If it's a win, we may need a second to compose ourselves, and if it's a loss, then yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. I'll, I'll, we're, we're, winning. we're winning. I have I have two things to say this weekend. Number one, go Falcons. Accurate. Number two, go 49ers. Go Falcons. Go Niners. Cutback crew. We'll see you on the reaction show. Stay faithful. Stay hopeful. Stay positive. This team is going to get it done. We'll see you for the reaction show post game. And until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is, is always, always the 49ers way.